It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the amazing Rico Bronia podcast with your host, Evan Roberts. Hi, everybody. Not going to lie to you. Welcome to the most irrelevant Rico Bronia ever had i feel like a lot of times when we talk about the mets it's a productive conversation it's a conversation that's relevant today is all about fun and entertainment today none of the ideas we present will ever possibly happen i want everyone to accept that and understand that this is all just about laughs and having a good time but we begin trade week on rico bronia Obviously, the general manager meetings are taking place. You're going to hear a lot of rumors, a lot of fake trades. So we decided, oh, there's going to be fake trades. We're going to have fake trades on steroids. We've got two parts of trade week. This edition will focus on hypothetical trades that, again, will never, ever happen between the New York Mets and the New York Yankees. Later in the week, we'll have another trade week edition in which we talk about other trades the Mets may be involved in. That would be a little bit more realistic as we'll try to come up with trades that make sense for both sides. So the way today is going to work is I've worked my ass off for the last 48 hours. I haven't eaten. I haven't slept. I haven't communicated with my wife or kids. All I've done is put together fake, but I think fair trades between the New York Mets and the New York Yankees. We have a Met fan, Pete Hoffman, who's on Rico Bronia every time. And Big Mac, Chris McMonigle, you may hear him on Carton and Roberts, as well as a bridge show that I used to have five days a week until a coworker stole a few shows from him. <laughs> and obviously, the Friday night in a Saturday overnight. So, Big Mac, first of all, thank you for making your first ever appearance on Rico Bronia. Oh, and I'm honored it, for it to be the one that you deem meaningless. So I appreciate that. Thank you very much. <laughs> no, here's what's fun about this, though, in all seriousness. Mm-hmm. I have gotten, I'd say, hundreds of phone calls in my career at the fan with a, hey, this Met-Yankee trade works for both sides. And I'm sure you've gotten a lot of, hey, this Met-Yankee trade works for both sides. Right. And most of the time, you kind of respond with, okay, I'll entertain it, but you know this isn't going to happen. Uh, I think what I looked at today is that we could actually have fun with it. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, we know the Mets and Yankees aren't going to make a lot of trades. They'll make some, you know, on-the-surface deals like we've seen in the past, but the blockbuster deals are very rarely going to happen. So today is a day in which we can kind of let our hair down and have fun with trades that we've probably heard callers kind of throw at us, but we knew why waste our time on WFN with it when we can waste our time on a podcast with. 
Although the relationship of the two GMs, if it was ever going to happen, I suppose it would be now with Epler and Cashman and their relationship and how long he worked for the Yankees. So, I mean, you know, but you're probably right. They're never going to happen. Yeah, I think that, look, what we've seen in the past is that the Yankees and Mets will make trades that feature very little risk. So a year ago, the Mets trade Miguel Castro to the Yankees for Joely Rodriguez. And yeah, I guess it's always possible the middling reliever could put together a dominant season out of nowhere, but the odds are that's not going to happen. And that happened many years ago when the Mets and Yankees traded Lee Guterman for Tim Burke or Felix Heredia for, I can't remember who came back to the Mets in that. It was Heredia, yeah. I think, to the Yankees. Or vice Honestly, I don't even remember. I think it was Heredia from the Yankees to the Mets, but I'm not positive. I think you're right. Was 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 Mike Stanton in that trade or something like that? I honestly don't even remember, but that's the kind of trades they had. I remember one time David Justice was traded to the Mets for Robin Ventura, which mm-hmm. had a lot of name value, but both guys were at the end of their career. Justice never actually played for the Mets, was eventually flipped to the A's for Mark Guthrie. But yeah, for the most part, they don't make trades. I do agree that I think the relationship between Billy Epler and Brian Cashman changes things a little bit. And you know what else I think may change things? Steve Cohen instead of the Wilpons, because mm-hmm. I think the Wilpons were always afraid of the Yankees. And sometimes being afraid of something means I don't even want to risk making a bad trade. I'm not necessarily sure Steve Cohen has that same fear. Yeah, I totally think that's fair. Why would he be afraid of anybody? That's I, a very I, arrogant comment you just I, made. I, I see what you did. You were a little douchey about that right there. I'm just saying they have the best manager in baseball. I'm just, I, can't <laughs> go down that road. I can't go down that road tonight. It's too late. <laughs> All right. Now, I have put together, I would say, one, two, three, four, five, 12 traits, okay? Okay. I'm going to present them with my reasons why they make sense, and then I will throw it to you, Big Mac, you, Pete Hoffman, to say I accept that trade. Pete obviously represents the Mets. Big Mac mm-hmm. represents the Yankees. Uh, don't kill well, the so Mets. So I get to actually be Brian Cashman after years and years of defending him. I actually get to be him. I actually like this. That's pretty good. (laughs) A lot of pressure, though, because if you say yes to some of these trades. Well, no matter what I do, they won't like it. That's for sure. That's right. right, So I separated it into a couple of parts. The first part is the James McCann problem. Okay. Hmm. Obviously, James McCann stinks. He's got two years remaining on his deal, making $24 million. The reason I bring him up is because. I can see a world in which the Yankees taking back James McCann is not the dumbest thing in the world. Jose Trevino had a tremendous year this year defensively. He also lost offensively a lot towards the end of the year. Kyle Agashioka is what he is. I don't think you're in love with Ben Rortvert, even though you got him in that infamous Josh Donaldson trade. So Mm -hmm. I want to kick things off with that. James McCann and his two years and $24 million remaining on his contract For Josh Donaldson, who has two years and about $29 million remaining on his deal, assuming you buy him out in 2024. So a few more dollars left in Josh Donaldson. McCann for Donaldson. Big Mac, do you make that trade? Uh, I certainly do. Thank you very much. I will take that trade. I think (laughs) you have to do it to move Donaldson right now. Honestly, I would take almost anything that was offered to me with Josh Donaldson going away from the New York Yankees. And you're not even asking me to eat any money in a position a position that the Yankees are. It's it's like you said, it's it's him and Higashioka. I'm more than capable of having McCann be my backup to Trevino. And I get rid of the, the Donaldson problem. Money opens up third base to another free agent or possibly one of the young kids. 
Uh, I don't love McCann, but that's a no no doubter for me. I absolutely would make that trade if I'm no honest. doubter. Pete yeah, Hoffman, do we do we have a trade, or are you rejecting that trade? Eh, eh, no chance. Okay, first of all, I want not Donson. He's just a cancer. I'm sorry. He is not that dude that I want on this team. We actually had good chemistry this year. We had a team that actually gelled. He just brings a ton of negativity that I want zero part of. Way too much money, and not for nothing. In the end, we're talking about Francisco Alvarez being uh, not the the replacement as catcher. We have Nito there, but just in case something happens where Nito gets hurt, we got McCann, who's a legitimate catcher who could actually play the position and not have to rely on Francisco Alvarez to 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 eat up all those innings behind the dish. So I would say no no chance at all. I agree with Pete. I would not make this trade if I'm the Mets, mainly because I have no use for Josh Donaldson. Yeah. There are other guys who have bad contracts who I could at least rationalize saying, hey, I can use this guy. Eduardo Escobar is going to play third base or Brett Beatty is going to play third base. Maybe Jeff McNeil or Luis Guillerme if the offseason goes a certain way. So I think part of the problem I have with Donaldson is I don't even like him as the right-handed platoon at DH um, because I just don't think he crushes left-handed pitching well enough. So I don't like James McCann. There are other deals I'm going to present to you involving James McCann, but I kind of agree with Pete. This is a no on our end, but I'm glad we were able to start things off with the Yankees saying yes to a trade. I feel like yes. I feel like we're in a good place. Well, yeah, I, I don't know. Honestly, the the reason mainly I take it is because I don't think they can unload Josh Donaldson at all. So if you're offering me a deal right now, I would take it. And I don't love the player, but like I said, I just think it's in it's it eliminates a lot of the money, it eliminates the problem, it opens up the infield position. Uh, you put him at backup catcher; it's an expensive backup catcher or you know platoon catcher, no doubt. But I think yeah, if I can get rid of Josh Donaldson, I don't think they can. I think he's going to be the third baseman next year. So if you offer me a way out of that, I'll take it. All right. Here's uh, James McCann problem number two, all right? Another straight-up trade. You're getting James McCann, so you've already got that in your head, Big Mac. Except in return, I'm taking on the remaining really three years of Aaron Hicks's contract. And just so anyone forgot what that contract looks like, he's due to make $10.5 million this year. James McCann is due to make twelve, so Aaron Hicks makes a million and a half less. Then in 2024, Aaron Hicks is due to make $9.5 million, again, about $2.5 million less than McCann. But Aaron Hicks has another year left on his deal, making nine and a half. Then there's a club option that they would obviously buy out at a million dollars. So if you combine it, it's about $29 million remaining on Hicks's deal over the course of three years as compared to the $24 million a year left on McCann's deal. So again, Mets are picking up a little bit extra money but it's Aaron Hicks I'm getting back for James McCann. This time I'll start with Pete. Would you do that one? Aaron Hicks in return for McCann. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I hate to say it, but yes, I would. And I because I think we're losing Brandon Nimmo at this point in time. I think Brandon Nimmo is is gone. And in a world where Stolly Marte is gonna be your new center fielder, I don't think I want to trust that. I don't think I could trust that for 162 games. 
He's be- he seemed to play a better corner outfield. He played. I, I loved him in, at the right field, to be honest with you. And to have a fourth outfielder in Aaron Hicks, it's not a lot of money. I really, I still think it's 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 not that much money. I, I'm much rather have Hicks than McCann at that point in time. All right, before you say anything, Big Mac, I'm feeling mm-hmm. very good about myself. I feel like I'm. I feel like you're going to say yes now. No pressure on you. Yeah. But you're getting McCann. You've already talked yourself into it. And yeah. all you're giving back at me is a guy that you can't stand anymore, Correct. Aaron Hicks. That's, yeah, I love the, the first two are just like, get rid of all my problems. I love your you're unloading all my issues. You get rid of all the guys I think I have to get rid of. But I, th- I don't know if I love taking back McCann just to get rid of Hicks. I, I don't know. I understand what you're saying with the money. As of right now, tell me what happens. Now, I know they're going to probably get another left fielder. Right now, they don't have that outfield depth with this team. They got Bader. They don't even have Judge. I mean, I don't, I don't have corner outfielders right now. So in the position the Yankees are at right now to bring in a catcher who I don't love, take on more money this year when I'm trying to sign Judge, I'm trying to bring on – now, it's, it's minimal, a couple million dollars in the difference. But – I just feel like there would be a better way to unload Hicks. And right now, I'd rather hang on to him than add a catcher. Talk to me halfway through the offseason when outfielders have been signed and the team has a different feel to it. Maybe I say yes to this deal. It's certainly not anything I would like, oh, we can't do that. But eh, I would say no right now, considering wow. the Yankee outfield depth and the idea of I'm 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 adding on money to bring in a backup catcher or a platoon catcher who I don't, who I don't like. And at he's not an upgrade at the two guys I have already for me, so I don't I don't love that one. No, C Mac. Let me just take you back to Derek Jeter ceremony. Basically, face in the left field yes. wall, staring at like it's like the Blair Witch Project. Yeah. You want him back in the outfield for you? No, but that's not the question. The question is, do I want to get rid of Hicks? The, that answer is yes. The question is, do I want to do it at the expense of bringing in McCann? And the answer to that is no. I have other ways to get rid of him, even if it's just cutting him or, or whatever. Like Josh Donaldson has such a big number this year. I can't envision getting rid of him. You're offering me a way to do that. I'll take it. Hicks, for $10 million, I'll figure something out. And and as of right now, he's my fourth outfielder that yeah, I, I need more than the backup catcher. Yeah, it's funny that that's your reasoning is why I would do it if I'm the Mets, because the way I look at it is I can live without James McCann easily. I I really can. I think finding a third catcher, because my plan for the Mets, and I think it's obvious, is Tomas Nito is going to play a lot. Francisco Alvarez is going to play a lot. Like those two guys are basically going to share the job. And if you want to have a third catcher, I think you can go clearly cheaper than uh, you know, and I'm I'm totally forgetting the name. Who is the catcher that we had on the roster for a brief amount of time? Actually, got a big hit. Left-handed catcher. Thank you very much, Michael Perez. Thank you, Pete. Slipped my mind. Like Michael Perez is an easy third option. So to me, I look at the roster construction and say, I don't need James McCann, but Aaron Hicks does have value, and, and I wouldn't look at him as a replacement for Brandon Nemo. I absolutely look at him as just a fourth yeah. outfielder, like. I can use them off the bench. If there's an injury to Starling Marte, it's Aaron Hicks as opposed to Tyler Naquin. You know, so mm-hmm. it's more, he's more useful to me than McCann. And from a money standpoint, it's weird. You are picking up more money in the short term if you're the Yankees. Um, but there's an extra year of Aaron Hicks. Aaron Hicks yeah. signed that long-term deal. So if you're the Mets, you're stuck with an extra year of Aaron Hicks. 
it's a fair deal, but I totally get your perspective. I just want to rip out the third James McCann trade I have because there's no way you're going to say yes. So wait a um, second. You came up with 12 trades. Yes. And a quarter of them are trading McCann. Yes. He's just trying to get rid of McCann. That's all he's trying I'm to do. Just, I'm, you know, because that's, you know, it's for a, foot, uh, for a football term, that's a lot of asset allocation just to well, McCann. No, no, okay. Here's my reasoning, by the way, for this. The mm-hmm. Mets don't have a lot of bad contracts as of right now. Obviously, that can look very different in a few years. We may view Lindor's contract as a bad contract. I'm not saying that. Right. I mean, kind of those short term. De- there really aren't bad deals. Like, I don't think Eduardo Escobar has a bad contract. I don't think Mark Canna has a bad contract. The Mets have one. It's James McCann. I think your team has a few, and yeah. that's not you know a knock not necessarily true. on the yeah, Yankees. Yeah. Aaron Hicks is a bad contract. Josh Donaldson's a bad contract. And I'll give you a third guy who's a bad contract. And I know you're going to say no to this, but I want to throw it out to you. Pete's okay. going to say yes. There's no bigger lock than Hoff saying, of oh. course, so and Big Mac saying, is. you know what it is? I think I know because I, I think Pete loves Stanton. It's not. No, no, no. It's, that's too extreme. It's not okay. Stan. We'll get we'll okay. get to Stan later in the podcast. I sure would you say will. yes to that, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, well, I no, think it would be McCann you... and somebody else. I didn't think it was just going to be McCann. But no, no, this one I don't think you view as a bad contract. But over mm-hmm. the last two years, it is a bad contract, and that's DJ Lemayhew. I mean, let's yeah. let's be 100%. honest. He's making fifteen million dollars a year for the next mm-hmm. four years. A yeah. four-year, sixty million dollar deal for a guy who yeah. two years in a row sucked whether it's injury or not he sucked so james mccann for dj lemayhew remember when we were all patting ourselves on the back for that 99 million (laughs) dollar contract we gave dj lemayhew and we had the coup we thought that was oh my god uh are you asking me first yes i'm saying no to that i don't even really i mean he's still he's two years removed from a batting title and finishing third in the mvp he hasn't been healthy he was better this year but no uh that's a no go for me. I'm not trading DJ LeMayhew. He's got a broken yes toe. That, Pete? He, he's got a broken toe. If his foot's really effed up, so I think you might have to give yeah. us more. But yeah, yeah. I, I would take I would take DJ LeMayhew. Yes, All right. for the dogs. I'm gonna them. I'm gonna pivot now. Okay, because yeah, I want I something think, better. I think DJ LeMayhew still works in a trade with the Mets, but I realize I have to up it a little bit. All right, mm-hmm. I'll give you a guy who makes. Five and a half million dollars less than DJ LeMayhew. Okay. Had a better year last year than D- a better close than DJ LeMayhew. That's for sure. And solves your third base issue. DJ LeMayhew for Eduardo Escobar. Big Mac, do you make that trade? How much money is he making this year? 10? He makes about, yeah, about $10 million. Makes nine and a half million dollars. Uh, played a. I'd say an average third base last year. It was a weird year. Like you look at his final numbers, they're okay. But obviously he was awful for the first three, four months of the season and then closed like a house on fire, which is the exact opposite of your boy DJ who barely couldn't play at the end of the season. But his final numbers, 240, 20 home runs, 69 RBI, 726 OPS, played 136 games, 33 years old. What do you think? And how how many years on the contract? This is it. It, This is it. There's an... So there's I'm getting a out from the DJ contract, yeah. There's a club option for 2024 at nine million dollars, which you may pick up. I mean, he's still mm-hmm. a productive player, so yeah. technically it's a two year deal. But you get out of the DJ contract for Eduardo Escobar. No, I still say no to that. Can't do it. Hmm. 
I can't give I can't give up on DJ into this contract. And you said it solves my third base problem. No, it doesn't. I have Donaldson at third base. I, that's still a problem. Uh, he's not going to play over Josh Donaldson. You know, Why? He's, he's better. He won't. He won't. He's better. No, he was better this year. I don't know if he'll be better next year. He was he, better I, last year than Josh. He's been better the last, I'd say, three years than Josh Donaldson. Oh, I don't know about that. In what's what's three years? 20, 21, 22? Well, twenty is a t- you know what? Right. I, so if you, if you count nine, if you count nineteen, Josh Donaldson had a big year with Atlanta. Eduardo Escobar thirty five home runs with an eight thirty one OPS. It's pretty good, but I think Josh Donaldson <laughs> had a nine hundred OPS. I can't remember oh. the home runs. I got to double that, check um, Donaldson's twenty nineteen. Maybe you're right then. It, it doesn't matter Donaldson because very good we're not doing that trade. Not anymore. that it matters. I'm not trying to. No, I don't. I don't want. I, that not, trade. I don't. I don't want the trade either. Because you want to know why? Because the same thing is that you said Escobar is not here for the long term. I don't know what DJ has left in the tank. I do love DJ a lot, but I don't know what he has left in the tank. Escobar, we have him for a short period of time. If he doesn't listen, the the, the last month of the season was amazing. But is it enough to want to keep him around for long term? Not really. I don't know if I, you know, so, right. so the fact that it's a shorter contract, I'm okay with that. And we do have the prospects potentially coming up. So we, I, I don't want to be locked into a, a LeMahieu. Yeah, so, so LeMahieu far. also right now, right now LeMahieu is my starting first baseman as well. I mean, <laughs> that's like, a he, good point. He, you know, like right now, I don't know if I can get rid of him. When the teams are more complete, I'll have an idea. But like right now, I can't trade it. I need a first baseman. 